Celebrate the 4th of July from the comfort of home and save on must-haves during Kohl's Friends and Family Sale. This Thursday through Sunday, take an extra 20% off festive tops for the family, patio furniture, and get 10% off outdoor toys. Plus, get Kohl's cash. Plus, limited contact store drive-up. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Offers valid June 25th through 28th. 20% off with promo code FAMILYSHOP. 10% off toys, offers, and coupons do not apply. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. My name is Tony. I'm here with Dave, David, and Connor. Dave Stevens, David Sterling, Connor Ennis. I'm Tony Perbonanzi. We're coming today from uh, Insight Brewing in Minneapolis. Uh, what part of Minneapolis would you guys classify this as? What kind of University of Minnesota area? Yeah, what they call like Northwest. What did they call it when we were at uh, Head Flyer? It was kind of the southeast part of Northeast. Yeah, yeah. I, I think technically weird. we're outside of Northeast, but I not think we, by yeah. more than a half a mile. Yeah, and we're, we're just we're not very far away from the Como we, yeah, area. Two eighty isn't two eighty St. Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean we're like we're right on the border. We're, we're pretty we're much right away. on the border. Yeah. yeah, and we're I think two blocks north of Surly. Yeah, because they're right down the street here. Um, so this is, I think you guys have, David, you've never been here before. No, I have. You have. Yeah. Connor, you've never been here before. I've never been here before. Okay. And I've only so. been here one other time for the goat rodeo. Sure, sure. Um, I don't know if that's what it was. Like, it was oh. It was a goat rodeo. It was the it was goat, goat petting. petting. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it was a goat rodeo because yeah, there was a like shitload of people. It here. was standing room only yeah, in, it was in nuts. the tap room, I remember. So. And they were making people wait to pet the goats because they had to take a half hour break. After like 15 people went through, the goats had to take like a half hour break to get Resituated, oh right, and, you know, warm up, get a little massage, and you know, um, <laughs> it's funny about Insight is I first heard about Insight when I started getting into craft beer. Um, I'd been a big Surly guy, and then Insight, Insight's been here for a while, I believe, and their cans are, you know, their cans in the stores because yeah. they got the crazy kind of characters, and they have a little backstory, or they yeah. used to about all their characters or what have you. Um, I'm drinking, it's called. The Norse was well, a old one eye, which is the Norse style blonde ale, and again, it's a Norse style blonde ale. Blonde ales are blonde ales, and it's fantastic. It looks like a blonde ale. Yeah, it looks like it, tastes like it, good stuff. Mm. Um, I also picked up, and I want to talk about this. It is the Resilience, which is a beer that uh, they've given the recipes out to breweries around the country, and they can choose to brew it if they want to. And uh, proceeds from the beer go to the Australian Wildfire Relief oh, Fund. Okay. So That's cool. they can, you know, they can do that. So they've got that going on here. So if you come in here, get a resilience, go to the wildfires out in Brazil or in, uh, sorry, Australia. Yes, not Brazil, Australia. Yes, there are wildfires in Brazil, but that's not what the beer is going for. It's going for Australia. That's right. So David, what'd you get? Uh, so I got the Devil's Companion Porter Nitro. Um, it's. Like a porter, you'd, you'd expect a porter to be. Sure. Uh, but nitro. Yep. And it's nice and smooth. It's creamy, some coffee. Uh, yeah, very good. 
Dave? And I got kind of what I feel like is my usual. I got the Banshee Cutter, Nitro, actually, as well. Oh, yes. So that is, that's that's their gold nail with coffee. And I kind of feel like I'm turning into, like, a broken record. I'm, I see coffee on the menu. I'm like, I should do it. it. I got to have it, sure. at least for a starting beer. So just to keep things a little interesting, I also got a sample of the... Um, of the Devil's Companion, oh, nice. non-nitro, and nice. yeah, so I don't need to add too much to what David said, but uh, yeah, it's got a nice little uh, dark chocolate flavor, just so you can ha- it's get that tinge of bitterness, but yeah, it's very tasty. Yeah. Connor, what'd you grab? Uh, I grabbed the Trollway, and I'm also a broken record here, because that's another IPA. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, But I love it. It's got the perfect amount of citrus to it. Nice. Um, so... We're all drinking the beers here at Inside. I want to thank them for letting us come out here today on a Sunday. Yeah. Uh, it is fantastic outside. We actually, David and I, before everybody got here, we were thinking maybe we could do the patio out here. Yeah, because it was, it was just a little breezy, though. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's a little bit of a shade on the patio. Yeah. And if you're in the sun, it's fantastic outside. If you're yeah. not, it's a little bit you know crazy. Yeah. I so, mean, it would be the earliest we've ever done a patio. Oh, yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah. I mean, we've, By months, probably. We yeah. don't usually do patios until at least May or June. Yeah. And usually it's June. So, um, <clears throat> Looking forward to two weeks. Uh, we're going to do another podcast in two weeks, but uh, Connor and Dave will not be here. Right. So we'll be back yep. to original two. Yeah. And uh, it, might get, it might get crazy. It might get a little nuts. I don't yeah. know. I mean, you know, I don't party start, too hard without us. Yeah, don't start crying yet. Yeah. I haven't booked my ticket for my day, <laughs> for my day job yet. But, I mean, I'd say if you're giving it a, you know, if you're betting odds, it would probably be. 80-20 that I will mm-hmm. not hear, unfortunately. So I'm going to have to just soak this one up. The last time that uh, David and I did a podcast together without you guys was uh, was Tom's Garage. Yeah, well, with Tom. Yeah. So it's been a while. Um, yeah, we'll figure out where we're going to go. But if it's just me and Dave, David, it's going to be uh, going to be a lot of interesting things. Yeah. <laughs> do, your, do your best to keep it on track. Yeah, and it might be a lot of dead dead air. Yeah, we're gonna wait. We need some stats. Where's Where's Dave? Yeah, Dave. and it'll be like, wait. Uh, now that should have been Connor or Dave talking. Yeah, and now we're not gonna have. And in two weeks, we're not gonna have Connor's uh, new segment, the history of uh, Minnesota soccer, which yeah. which I'm actually I actually enjoy immensely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And now that yeah, now that we'll, now that we're in the throws of the season, you're, you know, there's always plenty to talk about. There'll oh yeah, be a couple most, a couple games to talk about, just yeah. like there is today. So yeah, well, a lot going on. And speaking of games, as Dave said, the season started last weekend, um, and we have two games to talk about. Yes. Which the uh, first game we played was against Portland. Last was it Sunday night? Uh, Sunday, it yes. It was, it was the last game of the opening weekend. That's yeah. Fox, Fox, one of the primetime Fox yes. Sports 1 broadcasts. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. We're sitting here, and there's already two games in the book. Yeah, yeah, it's last crazy. time we recorded was uh, the season hadn't even started yes. yet. Yeah. Um, so we get to the first game here. It was against Portland. It was in Portland. Uh, first two games this year are on the road. Um, so the first half, let's talk about the first half of that game, guys, because... We looked like shit. Well, it was it was kind of like coming out of the our last episode, you know, for, to start the season, our preseason finale, you know. And again, that that we were recording that just as they were leaving Portland to end their preseason. I mean, coming out of that, I, I think I raised the concern that you know it is a bit unknown. Are we going to be able to score goals? You know, because we the the back line is solid. You know, we're fairly confident. Sean Miller. Yeah, um, in the defensive midfield positions, look solid. They have depth pieces there added to that, but there was still a bit of a concern. 
how are they going to score? I mean, it was a concern last year, mind you, with DQ and Angelo Rodriguez, but it, you know, coming into the season, it still could have been a concern. And it looked like that in the first what, it was, 20 minutes, 25. The defense was the most concerning part of that first half. Yeah. Though, right? they, I, I mean, I, I thought offense was, was fine, but the defense across, well, I wouldn't say that. Romain seemed okay. Uh, but it was the other side, though, that really the, the other side was, was shaky. Uh, I thought Boxel was pretty good. The glaring issue in defense early on was Ike to me. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, there he was. He was tracking way forward. Mm. He he blew a couple tackles. Terrible passes too. Yeah, yeah some bad. And he passing. gave up the the PK. And he had yeah, the PK. PK yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, right. I mean, I just felt like his head wasn't in the season yet, and no. it, it brings up a point. He didn't. Train nope mm. all off season. He gets that though. He does. Kind of the and same, we same, see this all the as time. As a veteran, he gets that. Yeah. Same yeah. kind of deal with Ozzy as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, I think I think that rust kind of showed, even though they had the preseason games mm-hmm. uh, or the last three preseason games, I should say. Yeah. Uh, you know, it just felt like there was there was something missing between Ike and Ozzy that the fluid. Passing into the midfield just didn't seem to be there. Mm-hmm. Into the attacking, uh, attacking four didn't really seem to be there. There's a lot of disconnect, but you know it was his first half of the season. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah, first half of the first game yeah. of the season. So you weren't. It wasn't completely crapping on my point, but maybe that you know. Thanks for backing me up there in a way. Yeah. So it was the fluidity coming out of the back. Yeah, it yeah. just wasn't there, it, and it therefore just, you couldn't yeah. create too much. And it is again. It was the first forty-five minutes of the season, and it was yeah. the the worst part about it was Portland had chances. Yes, yeah, a lot of chances, a couple of good ones, and a lot of good, you're right, Con. A lot yeah. of a couple good ones yeah. that could have put this game out of reach early on. Yeah. Well, yeah, yes. I mean, but Portland on the flip side was also shitty. <laughs> well, and it, Portland was Portland. They're yeah. a good team that never achieves. Yeah, they yeah. underachieve in everything. Yeah, and it, it's. You know, they sit there, I guarantee by the end of the season, they will have challenged for a playoff spot. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll make that last spot, maybe not. But in the end, they're going to be underachievers like they always are. And I think that that goes back to uh, Severi's. Severi's, yeah. Uh, I I think, you know, he was obviously manager of Cosmos in NASL. Mm. He had a chance at him. And instead went with Heath. And I just feel like his inability to manage at NLS is maybe showing. Yeah. I, I just, I think, I look at that squad and I say, with the Char brothers. Yep. yep. Diego with, Valerian. With Valeri. Yeah. They've got talent. they got to be. they got talent. team's got to be working. And they got their, talent. their defense is bad. We were able to nail them on the counter constantly because mm. their center backs kept pushing up. Yeah. And it, you know their their wings weren't terribly strong. I just feel like it. This is a good example of a manager that's. Well, let's that. yeah. Let's get into the second half because we go into the at the end of the first half we're nil nil. Yeah, definitely. and I think you 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 would have as a Minnesota fan you're you're kind of you're thinking oh well great it's zero zero yeah we should be so lucky yeah we, yeah. Um, well, we get out of, <clears throat> we get out of the, out of the half and our, our new number ten, yes. Kevin Molino. Scores a goal. Yep. Um, 
Big confidence booster. Big, there. huge confidence booster. After yeah. the first half, seeing how, like I said, the first half looked like our defense was kind of on its heels a little bit, and we weren't yeah. pressing a lot. And in the second half, we came out and started just really counterattacking, pressing up, getting that. Molino gets the first goal of the season for us. That's huge for for us because we didn't know how that attacking third was going to work right. for us, you know? Yeah, and, you know, I think uh, a big thing that we have to look at is that whole that whole sequence ended in a, I mean, really a pretty lucky goal. Yeah. But uh, the pass from Finley was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the... Uh, the beginning of that started with Amaria blocking out on yes. a header yep. that yes. forced the ball into, uh, I can't remember if it was Ozzy or Beyond, mm-hmm. who was able to feed it out to Finley. Yep. And then, of course, <clears throat> Lude was the guy that should have <laughs> right. scored the goal. <laughs> um, We're going to be saying his name a lot today, yeah, I think. We'll, but, we'll you know, get into I, that later. But he was involved. He, yeah, and yeah. Clark came out and, and got got position and Lud went flying and the rebound was there was mm-hmm. there for Molino. I mean it, it was a good that's what you want. We didn't have any of that finishing. Not last, last year. No. Last year. No. Or I mean honestly maybe a little bit in eighteen. Yeah. So I mean this yeah. this is kind of something new. We had Definitely. guys getting into the box, mm-hmm. following the play, yep. finishing when they needed to finish. Yeah. So that was a really great first goal of the season. I, yep. I liked it. Of course, that all was wiped away five minutes later. Right. Yeah, unfortunately. When Ike fouled in the box, mm-hmm. on the edge of the box, I mean... Yeah, it was a little it, yard in, maybe. Yeah. It was a yard in. And yep. you, as a veteran, you got to think, why would you do that? You look right. where you're at. Yep. There's Get no- outside a little bit. And I understand yeah. the guy kind of came in and Ike did a did, little... Did you know, that whatever. even go to VAR? I, I, I don't, two weeks no, ago. I don't I think, think so. It, but, yeah, no. I mean, looking at replays, it, it, there's no disputing it. He yeah. wasn't anywhere near the ball no. uh, when he no. brought him down. It's defending so. 101, yeah. though. I mean, yeah. You've got Ike, who's a, an MLS veteran. Um, he's got to know his position. Defender of and the you year. Don't stick Defender your, of the year. Yeah, you don't stick your leg out in the box. It just, mm-hmm. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. yeah. So, of course, they get the penalty kick, and they get it. Yeah, yeah Valerian. So, and, again, that's one of those deals where I look at Miller, and I'm going – when we get to the end of the game, he kind of had a clean sheet in this game. Well, he did. He did, except for the penalty except kick, the penalty and kick, Ike's, yeah. Ike's mistake cost him a real clean sheet right. in this game. Exactly. So now we're all going, oh, this is bullshit. Yeah, it's like, here we go. Here we go. Here's uh, We're on the road here, and uh, now the Portland's going to come back and actually make an effort to do something. Yep. Uh, and we go, what is it? We go, like, another, what, 20 minutes? Yeah, it was it was it was it was back a while. I mean, te- technically, yeah, it was it was exactly twenty minutes uh, before the next uh, back next, and forth, next back goal. and forth, and and it was. But it makes you think. You're on the road in MLS. We've talked about this ad nauseum. How mm-hmm. difficult it is to win on the road. You've you've gotten the goal, the first goal, only to give up the lead minutes yep. later. So yep. it's kind of it's it's the last thing you want to see on the road. It's very frustrating. How how is this team going to respond? Because there was plenty of times last year and in the previous years, of course, where they just kind of folded. But before we can jump into the next goal here, I want to say that the Loons, as well as they did last year, had a really didn't have a great away record. Most teams yeah, don't. Okay. Most teams don't. Most yeah. teams don't. We had a good one compared to most other teams. Exactly. A good yeah. one. 
if you want to jump up to the upper upper echelon of teams in this league, especially in the Western Conference, right. you need to win road games. Well, without doubt, yeah. decisively yeah. win well, road games. Well, yeah, because if you don't, you're, you'll, you're like you perfectly you perfectly said, Tony. I mean, yeah. you won't reach that upper echelon no. because it's that mid, middling tier of teams, you know, fighting for the midfield. That that that's their excuse. Well, it's hard to win on the road. It's hard to win on the road. You can't win on the road. So if you have even a sub 500 record on the road yeah. or close to it you can still make them of you playoffs, can. Yeah. but you have to win at home but you get no res- you, you get no respect from the media in right. this in the United and, States and right because you don't win road games. And then bottom line, the real bottom line is, okay, fine, you make the MLS playoffs, you're the top seven in the West. Well, guess what? What do you have to do first week of the playoffs? Go, go on the road. Go on the road. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's a re- it really creates a tough path. So yeah. we have 20 minutes ahead after the, the Portland goal, and we see our first goal from Amaria. Yes. One out of 25. Yes. yes. And it was a nice header. It and was it was very a distinct, beautiful, beautiful pass. It was beautiful pass by uh, was Molino. It? Molino, yeah, yep. But it was beautiful, and it was pass, and the header was dead on. It was there. It, it was, was fantastic, forceful. forceful. F- you know, it was Molino. I thought it was Finley. It Wasn't was Finley. It was Finley on that was one. Yeah, from, sorry, from, it from was the right. Finley. Yeah, but but oh, David gosh. doesn't like Finley, so yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> it, it was a good run and crossover. Yeah, but I, I'll tell you, I was when I was watching that particular goal, and, and there'll be more to talk about. But that particular goal, I just started thinking, like, wow. I mean, okay, it's it's our new acquisition, our new number nine. You know, Amaria is first, you know, regular season goal. It was extremely exciting, and I just was thinking, well, how many times? I mean, that was such a quality finish. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it would be maybe easy to say, well, he's right in front of goal. He heads it in. Yeah. No difficulty, degree of difficulty whatsoever. But I thought back. I'm like, now, wait a minute. How many times have we seen attempts like that botched in the last right. three yeah. years? A lot. It feels like a lot. I, yeah. I can only remember one header. Who was it? I, it Sam was Nicholson. Angel Rodriguez diving. Yeah, yeah. And oh, I think yeah. he actually fell. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he actually dove. Um, and it it was basically an open net. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only header I remember. There were a do, couple last year. I mean, there must have been a couple, but I, yeah. see, I'm with you, yeah. David. It's hard when I think about head, you know, finishing like that. Yeah. I just had a hard time yeah. remembering. Like it just feels like we lack that quality. Now, of course, there's been other examples that people will think of, yeah. but right. just a thought overall. Connor, are you thinking about last year? I think there was a couple of headers that didn't go in because they were terrible. Uh, that wasn't what I was thinking about, but oh. um, but I, I, what I was thinking about was uh, in 2018, Sam Nicholson headed winning against the Fire, um, yeah. where it it was uh, I think it was Finley again. Actually, he uh, crossed it in, and it looked almost exactly like Luis Amaria's goal from the other night. Oh, and mm. that. Was uh, again 2018 not a great year for us, but we no, started off no. like second in the Western Conference after the first three games. What's well, not? What's I was gonna, yeah. There's been way too many breweries, I think, in, since 2018. But I remember actually 2018. I, we we did have a little fun, I think, following the. You know, you can. I think it's on MLS.com. You can follow the standings in a graph. Up and down, form, yeah, yeah. And you can see yeah. those up and downs, and you can see those peaks, and you're like, ooh, second place. You know, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. And so, then it, the first two years. It was pretty much a flat line, flat line in the bottom place, tenth place yeah. for the whole season. But so we're up two to one now. Yes. yes. Yep. And, and now we're thinking, okay, great, let's hold on to this lead. Yeah. And, and didn't take long. Two didn't minutes take later. Long. Yeah. A couple minutes later. Two minutes later, we get uh, Molino with his brace. Yeah. Yep. And I, for the life of me, can't even remember the goal. I just yeah, remember I it was Molino. Yeah. I, it I was, don't. Uh, so. 
Luis Amaria put it in. It was kind of just a, a scuffle in the box, and Finley got the ball uh, in the air, kind of put it over his own head and behind him. Oh, yes. And right. Molino managed to hit it on the volley uh, yes. into the net. Nice. Which, that's right, because when you look at that goal, you're like, you think, how the hell did Finley even know that there's anybody going to be there? His back was turned. I don't think he did. And I think, yeah, <laughs> I think he just kicked it over his head, hoping somebody would be in the box. Yeah. And again, we go back to what I said about the first goal. We have guys actually getting into the box right. and following the play. They're actually attempting They're doing to jabs. use the final That's third right. the way we're supposed to. Um, so we get that that last goal there, and we actually come out and we win this game three to one. Yeah, and you know it. There wasn't a whole lot of chances for Portland after no, that. No, after that, it was, it was, it was pretty much Minnesota was dominant. Yeah, no, and they, bu- they brought in the closer, Aaron Schultz. Apparently that might be his role this season. Aaron the closer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I think he even had a – he even had might have had a shot. I think he, he might have. Yeah. I think he did. He might have. Let's, yeah, uh, sure. let's talk about our new acquisition, though, Amaria, because what I saw from him, not just the goal. I, great that he scored a goal. But the little things he was doing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Either off the ball or with the ball, it was like night and day from DQ. Yeah, or Angelo. Yeah. I mean, or Angelo. DQ, DQ was more, DQ didn't run too much when he, you know, the ball was this far back and, you know, he could go after it. He kind of just walked away and said, well, this is not my job. Yep. Uh, Amrio will go after those balls. He's yeah. he's constantly pressing. And yeah, he is. It's really pretty mm-hmm. incredible. And there, well, I'll, I'll leave that thought. I was going to talk about something last night. Um, he's he's constantly pressing. He's constantly running. He's he's got an engine. Mm-hmm. His off the ball movement's fantastic. It yeah, is. If, mm-hmm. yeah. if people aren't paying attention, they're missing it because he's constantly putting himself into a position. To draw defenders away from the goal, mm-hmm. uh, to try to get himself again. This will come up you know, when we talk about next last next night game, because yeah. his his goal was spot on there. Um, he's he's got an intelligence about him that Angelo Rodriguez definitely didn't have. No, no. And it, there's something, you know. I think Christian had a little bit of that, but. Amaria, I, I swear, if he continues to do what he's doing, yeah, Minnesota we're going to have to sign him. It's it's uh, it's, it's ex- going to have to be an option. I mean, yeah. it's exciting because we, I mean, we, you know, we we talked all off season about you know, you know, bringing in a you know, with Amaria bringing in an attacking midfielder another right. ten. Yep. But I mean, we did not see Molino in that role very much last year. No. Oh yeah! No, to see no, what no. he's doing in such a short sample size already with with um, Maria is is really impressive. It's a l- really fun to watch, and even Finley on the right. I mean, he's. Yeah. I mean, the way he's they've melted. I mean, you can talk man a match. I think we named uh, Molino for his brace, but I mean, you could have made a strong case. And in fact, I think uh, Finley was voted into the uh, team yeah. of the week. Yeah. Team, team of the, of the week, week and yep. man of the match for the loons. But yeah. uh, I mean that that. First game, small sample size, but extremely mm-hmm. exciting just to see the new p- new piece, how it's working. I mean, because yep. the style 
shouldn't have changed between last year and this year. But the you results. Would think. Well, right. with you, when you put Amaria into our team, Minnesota have never had a forward like him. No. Even with DQ. DQ has always been that guy who, when the attack is pressing, he's always there and he wants to, he wants to get the goal. But right. then he'll, the, maybe the attack will peter out and we'll go back and DQ will be like, okay, I just got to walk back now. That's right. right. Uh, and Amaria, he's always running. He's always got his head on a swivel, yep. and DQ didn't have that. No. And, it, you know, and Amaria tracks back really well. Mm-hmm. And as we get into the next next match, he I, I want to talk about something with him last night. Um, I mean, it, he's just he's a different player. Yeah. He, he really is. So before we go to the next match, just quickly, I want to say that Amaria, um, he's a talent that is a grinder. He's a kind of a grinder type of guy. He's always on the ball. He's doing things. Yeah. And what amazes me is that if you looked at MLSsoccer.com before the season started, they had a list of who are the newcomers to look at. He wasn't even listed. He was at least honorably yeah. mentioned. I don't know if he was honorably <laughs> mentioned. He, he was. The he last was, article was, he was Last article. Yeah. Mentioned. Yes. Again, but you look at it and you go, you look at his first game and you say, you should be watching this guy. I get that there's... Bigger guys out there. There's bigger names. Well, he bigger names. He doesn't make the splash because he's, he wasn't a DP coming in. Exactly. Right. No, it's th- that's probably one of the bigger yeah. reasons. And it, and it, you know, and in fact, two games in, look at those names mm-hmm. and what they're not doing. Well, exactly except for right. one in Kansas City, but um, it, it's it's something that I, I like it because all last season I liked flying under the radar. Yeah. Again, no one's taking us seriously. No one's taking our key signing seriously. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm okay with that. I don't want us to get hyped. That's not going to last too long because we're going to talk about this next game from last night. Yeah. Right. So roll out of Portland with a win. Yeah, yeah three points. Nice. Roll into San Jose. Before we get to the game, though, I want to talk about – we do have to talk about um, something that I never thought we had to talk about in this right. show yes. is the coronavirus. Right. Um, now – We've had issues out in Europe, uh, especially northern Italy, where they've played matches without fans. Yes. Because of the coronavirus outbreak out there. Yep. Uh, I didn't think it would extend to the United States, and it hasn't yet. But San Jose, that area has kind of an outbreak going on. Yeah, they've well, had when several you just, cases. You know, just to be clear, it has, the coronavirus has made its way here. It has, yeah. but not, like as, the, not as substantially yeah. as it has in northern Italy. Right, yeah. And even today, northern Italy, they're closing the borders. I, it's, it's ridiculous up there. But the area around San Jose, they came out and said there shouldn't be any large gatherings, you know, specifically uh, soccer game. I mean, soccer and baseball and all that type rugby, of stuff. Rugby, yeah. Rugby and stuff like that. And the Quakes came out and said, um, we're going to play the game. Yep. But we're asking fans who are over the age of 50 or who have underlying health conditions not to come. You know right. And I mean, say what you will. I, I do like I do like how they did that. They kind of yeah. s- clarified or specified. If I can say that right, but specified. Sorry. <laughs> you know, fifty or older, underlying health conditions. Yeah. You know, immune deficiencies, whatever it may yes. be. You know, specifically clarifying that point because that's important to realize. I think it is. I mean, and everybody should be diligent and safe, but right. that they're really they pointed out the danger area. Yeah, and, and you know, I think the cool thing about their their statement was they were focusing on the people that are most likely to get it. Yep. 
Yes. Not or or be not, harmed by getting be harmed started. by yeah. So yes. they're not they're not being they're not fear mongering. They're no. not panicking. No. It's no. look, you know, you're coming to a gathering. Yeah. There's a chance you're going to get it. Yep. But these are the people that really need to be concerned. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought it was a very responsible yeah. and way you, to deal. If, with. And if you think about it, like as far you know, every, you know, it's everybody needs to do their diligence. And I mean, but if you think about as, as far as how could a disease spread or a virus spread, mm-hmm. um, you look at a sporting event. I mean, how tight are you packed in those stands? Right. Yeah. I That's mean, right. how easy would it be to spread? All it takes is somebody to cough or sneeze. And I mean, you're so packed in there tightly right. in a sold yeah. out arena that. It, it would happen I mean, just like that. And luckily, the earthquakes don't have much for attendance. <laughs> well, anyway. our attendance was terrible I mean, anyways. Yeah. You know, and re- yeah, but real quick, yeah, I mean, I think what, predict, what was my predi- prediction for this game going in 1-1? I mean, I think I looked at the last game against Toronto. Now, granted, they needed a very last-minute goal yes. from right. Oswaldo. But, uh, yeah. you know, they, they looked okay against Toronto. So I was thinking, oh, boy, here we go. Well, I, and I, before we get into the game, I think you'll see this in – Major League Sports, especially baseball in the summertime here, where you'll see teams coming out and saying, hey, we don't want you not to go to the game, but if you're over 50, if you have an underlying health condition, please maybe you don't go to the game and yeah. kind of keep, you know, whatever's going on. Yep. So it was interesting to see that uh, from the San Jose Quakes uh, yesterday, and I think we'll see a lot more of that. So, well, I mean, do you think we'll see that at the home opener in Minnesota here? It's possible. Well, well, I wouldn't it, be surprised. It depends. Now, we have one person here who has it. Mm-hmm. Right. But we don't have an outbreak Confirmed. Yet. Right. Uh, we don't have mm-hmm. some sort of, like, a, what do they call it? A, um, they don't call it an outbreak. They Pandemic. Call it a, no, they call Epidemic. it like a cluster. Cluster. Yeah, cluster. Yeah, yeah. We wouldn't have a cluster yet. Mm-hmm. If we had a cluster here, I could see the United, United coming out and saying, if you're over 50 or you have conditions please stay at home right but again we have to it's tough in the united states because unlike in europe where they can say hey shut this stuff down and they do it unless the government came in and told them shut everything down they're not going to do it right you know the u.s is a bit different yeah it's it's a big country it's a spread out country Mm -hmm. you know we're we're, you know state governments local Mm -hmm. governments it's just it's a much different scenario it just can't necessarily play out that way. That's but right. It could, I mean, at the end of the day. But, yeah, uh, yeah like my boss came, got back from Italy three weeks ago. Oh. And he actually passed through northern Italy, Florence, where uh. not in, like, the worst towns, but uh. Florence is one of them. He came back. He passed through Italy on his way. He was on vacation on his way to Paris. Yeah. So he, by the time he left Italy, he didn't realize there was an outbreak there. Yeah. But he came back, and it was, guess what, like, my company, I won't say the name, but my company said, policy... You cannot come in the office. Work. You yeah. are self quarantined at home for fourteen it's good days. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's good. I mean, good for your company, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's get into the game, guys, uh, because coronavirus stuff is really annoying as shit. Um, so we're playing San Jose in San Jose. A one, the field was wet because they had some rain going on there. It was just a bit. We saw like a lot of torrential. Slipping. It was yeah. coming down. A lot of slipping and sliding. Yeah, all that. Yeah. Uh, you could see through <laughs> all the United players shirts. Yeah, you could. Yeah. You like, could, which um, was kind of like I'm sure there were girls watching going, "Woo!" Well, you know, and they have those and what would you? Uh, I had a conversation with somebody things. last night. Those are bros. She, she was those like, are bros. Oh, why would, that's exactly <laughs> what it said. And I was like, no, that's a man. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly the conversation I had with, with someone last night. And she asked me, well, why, do they, why are they wearing those things? And I was like, well, and maybe I'm like, that's a very good question. Here's my thought. I know that they have 
like monitors yeah, that monitors like their yeah. heartbeat, all sorts of things yeah. steps heartbeat everything i think that's one of the main reasons and i was like maybe for a little support and, for, and that's when the bro and man's ear yeah um, and for yeah. i'm sure for back support too yeah, right? yeah i mean there's compression compression yeah, stuff yeah. sure but yeah i think it's mostly for that monitor mm. i think i think it's cool say whatever it's fine the bro yeah man's ear uh, so we go to this game, guys, and we've won a game. I mean, we've won a game on the road. Our opener, we won it. Yep. So we're looking, we're looking good against San Jose. I think we all picked the loons to win. Oh, we did. Sorry. No, oh, did you not? I picked him to draw. I picked the draw. You know yeah. me. I'm one of the most optimistic persons on this pod and in general. But I just, I'm looking at okay, two road games to start the season, two Western Conference foes. I mean. Wow, we got the three points. Did you I mean, not watch? The, get did you not watch the first game? I day? did. I did. If did you, you watch? Gave, if you would have given me an over/under total on the goals scored by the Loons in the first two games, I would have been just a bit under. Yeah, uh, I think everybody would have. Yeah. been. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. I, I mean, I'd like to point out that Connor and I were close. You were. We you were, were the closest. Yeah, you, I think you both predicted at least three goals. We were yeah, three two. We were yeah, both three two. Okay. So that's pretty good. Pretty good. So let's get the party started, guys. Yeah. Thirteen minutes in. Wait, 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 wait. wait. What? I have to tell you. Yes. I have in my notes before the first goal. Yes. That Lud looks really good. <laughs> no, you don't. No, I do. Why? Uh, I, I have lots of early pressure. Lud, especially. You don't like the guy. I, I, I was. I was. I didn't actually. I should say I didn't say that he looked really good. I meant that by. I meant he was looking good. Well, yeah. I mean, that's great. Should we go back that's a, our text chain. That's a, yeah, that's exactly. a perfect talking point because it's a lot of people are talking about Lude and his performance or lack thereof. So it's really nice that you brought that up. I mean, for better or worse. I mean, people are talking about him. Right. Yeah. So I just wanted to throw that out there because it's going to change. I'm not calling him Lude anymore. I'm calling him Lud because the guy in the first game, you call him Lud the whole damn game. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Robin Lud. Yeah, Robin he, Ludd. Yes, okay, he missed a, <laughs> Terrific opportunity, <laughs> chance to score a goal, but he was involved. We're going to talk about. We're going to be talking about Lude during this game. Let's go. Let's go to the first, first goal, goal, though. Ikapar. Yep. Yes. Ikapar, which Had obviously, corner. without even saying corner. anything more, everyone should know this is a set piece goal. Yeah, yep. set piece goal. Yes. Yep. Uh, amazing hit. And. Yeah. and did we not last year talk about set piece goals and how we didn't we do them well? Them. Yeah. We don't have them, and we barely oh, converted any of them. Oh, yeah. look but, second game of the season. Oh, we got one. But the, yeah, the the ability and form that Greg has showed on that corner is why I was so excited about him last year. Why he was my MVP is why because that was there last year too. That why come the sniper? Ability. Yeah, it was just a matter of finally connecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think I think Greg used is fantastic with his free kicks yeah. and corners. And it, yeah. yeah, it was just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. It should have come last year. Mm-hmm. Should have, but didn't. I mean, you'd expect by the end of the season, but it didn't. But now they've worked together a lot more. Yep. Yeah, they've worked on these things. They know how each they other know how each other's works. Yeah. I mean, it also helped that Ike was basically unmarked. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, I think he ran right through the box. Down. Yeah, I don't well, know. No, yeah, I he, think ran, Ike, uh, he ran. Ike right ran across the box, yep. and uh, the defender marking him got blocked by another mm-hmm. one of San Jose's players, okay. Okay. and then uh, he tried to get back up and mark Ike, but Ike was just 
too fast, and yeah. then yeah. from then on he was unmarked, and he was nobody was ever. Gonna, I mean, no. you know, it came off his head so hard mm-hmm. that that would have hurt to get hit by that ball. Oh yeah, well, I mean that would have hurt. He's wearing that band that helps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's wearing the band. <laughs> I mean that was it was a fantastic header. Great to see a set piece in the first set piece goal in the first couple yes. games. Yeah. yeah, of course, uh, you know it was talked about last night on the broadcast a lot. But of course, Ike was drafted by San Jose. He was yeah. 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 the first couple of years back there. there yeah, you keep forgetting that. You always yeah. uh, think of him yeah. as a Kansas City yep. player. Yep. Can can I be the downer? Can I be the no? Downer? Why we, can we, we wait? We praised up the team. Can we wait till later? <laughs> One zero, yeah. yeah, and the left side of the defense was getting trounced. Yes, mm. and then how, what happened after we gained scored a goal in Portland? A PK. A PK. PK. Mm. Yeah. What happens when we after we score a goal in San Jose? PK. Okay. Yep. Gasper. My God, that yeah. was Gasper. the most. Yeah. Against that was another... the worst foul I've ever seen. And uh, he's like, yeah. and, it, and the reality is, is he knew it was a foul because when you watch the replay, he's he, like, he holds no. up his hands like, yeah. well, yeah. Again, no, like I brought up last time, no need for VAR on this one again. But yeah. the only question you could have had was, was it, was it inside or outside of the box? I mean, I yeah. it was real time. I knew it was inside. Yeah. And I mean, I said it a couple times when I was watching. I'm like, yeah, that, that's a foul because he it was not called originally. Or was no? I'm sorry. No, it, it wasn't was VAR. Called. I got back. It was it VAR. It was VAR. Yeah. But yeah. I, before they went into the VAR review, yeah. they showed like eight replays. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's a that's a foul. Yeah, I mean, in yeah. Yeah. I, I I texted. I think right away yeah. it's PK, and well, I, I made I, a comment. Sorry, Kendra, but she's so bi. You're so biased. She's a pos- She's a color commentator. She's but supposed it, to be positive about it. I don't, she's it, supposed it to be positive. Like eight replays for her to finally admit okay. that it was. Yeah. And what's and, and Chase you, Gasper? We talked about this all last year. Connor, you weren't around for this, but I talked yeah. about Chase Gasper all last year about saying the dude needs to like hold himself back every once He's, in a yeah. while. Yeah, he gets a little is. aggressive. Ex- yeah. And I mean, that's part of what makes him good. See, it's yeah. a fine yeah. line. Yes. You know, yeah. he's a talent. He's extremely talented. Yeah, and it, defender. His youth shows is, uh, that he hasn't yeah. found that line yeah. yet. Yeah. Yeah. No. And when he the, like. You see him up way outside of the box, and that's like you saw it against when he was marking his lots on in the playoffs last year. He just couldn't do anything wrong. Yeah, but he he just has a problem when it gets toward the the penalty area uh, mm-hmm. that he doesn't stop being so rough, and it's no. cost him a couple penalties. And also, I do want to point out that you know when they didn't call it, at, call that fall at first, that foul at first. Uh, they kept playing on, and who saw that handball by Amaria going up the field? Yeah, there. blatant, yeah. blatant yeah. handball. Yeah. It looks like Maradona in the hand of God. Yeah, yeah. and he, he didn't get a card for that, but, I mean, that's no, one of those didn't. where it was very blatant. Granted, yeah. it was in our probably yes. first third, but it was blatant. Yeah. It was moving up the field at the time. And, it, you know, I kind of thought that maybe he realized play was stopping, so he just tried uh, to catch it. Yeah, that, But I, I don't know. It was, it was so obvious sense. and blatant. That, yeah. Yeah. that would make sense that he thought play was stopping. Yeah. It was ridiculous. I, I'm, maybe I'm just sticking up for him because I want to. Well, we get the PK. Well, they get the PK. So, again, on the road, you know, after just minutes after taking a lead on the road, you give yep. it up. So. Yep. And then the next three goals I missed because my daughter had problems with Fortnite and her were, phones. And I missed I the next good. one. I missed ridiculous. the fourth. I missed the fourth, but I mean, I've seen. Wait, them all so since. am I the only one that saw all five goals? Yes. Well, yeah. I've, I've, I've watched the replay. I've oh. since watched, I watched the replay. Yeah. So, um, so I actually watched <laughs> this game twice, basically. But uh. so the next goal. 
I, you know, it was fantastic. Tony by y'all. This one. I know it was a sniper. It was yeah. a sniper. Sniper. Yeah. It was phenomenal. I love that guy. But the the assist by Amaria was mm. was yeah. even yes, better. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. he touch. knew exactly where Jan was going. He yep. touched it perfectly. Yep. And as we talked about before this game, Amaria again doing things that are not exactly just scoring goals. Yep. Doing little things to make us win the game. And it go figure. You play like you're a part of a team. <laughs> yes. what, what, what happens? Darwin would have tried to nutmeg the defender there. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, I, I really seriously think yeah. that's what would have happened. And one out of ten times, he would have been successful, and it would have been a beautiful yeah. goal. But, you know, right. the other nine times, it's it's He would have got tackled away and, and yep. going the other way. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, I like I mean, the goal was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a shot. Yeah. yeah. He's got that... That leg of his, man. The banger quality. Oh, man. And you got to, Dave, you got to meet him at the State Fair. I did, yes. I met, I have a nice picture. I don't have it, well, I probably have it on my phone, but I, yeah, I, I met Gregus and Dane St. Clair and I hate then you. Vito Minone. I hate you for that, yes. by the way. Yeah. That was awesome. Because yeah. I was there and I had to leave. And he, I, I, I was in a bit of a line. <laughs> and then I ran into him yeah, in the arcade of all places. I know, in the arcade, oh, wow. in my favorite place at the State Fair, he ran into the, the young Gregus the Sniper. It was meant to happen, though. I, I felt a little embarrassed at the time because I was like, I I like to play it cool usually, but I was such a fanboy at the time. I was like, oh, my God. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Speaking of Amaria. Yeah. yeah. Third and headers. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we, we've been talking about that. Yeah, in fact, I think the reason I, the reason I brought my whole header thought was because of the second mm-hmm. goal. I didn't want to spoil it, but, I mean, another just beautiful quality. Finish, yeah. My gosh. And this is the one – this is why I said – the last game, it was Molino that assisted him because Molino assisted him to last yeah. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, I was getting the two goals. Two yeah. But so I was going to bring this up. His off-ball movement. If you watch the replay, he sticks his hand out, pointing at goal. Yes. And it, Kevin sees it. Yep. Yeah. Puts the ball exactly right there. where it needed yep. to be. Yep. yep. That is. For the second game of the season, these guys have never played it with each other in yep. a they legitimately look competitive game. Look great. That is amazing they look communication. Great. They look yeah, great. I, I they just do. think that it, it gives me goosebumps just talking about it because yeah. think about where they could be by game 15. Yep. Yeah. I mean. I want to say this. Uh, Emria, uh, Molino, and, and Finley look great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They right? look great in both games. Right? Yeah. Finley looks pre- Minnesota United. Yes. It, yeah. it makes Am I yes. missing somebody there? Well, he was good with Columbus. <laughs> well, you're, you yes. are. You, you are. should be. I just love how it makes you forget about. I mean, I know it makes you forget about DQ and AR. Like, it just. Yeah. Like, it's a. Yeah. Because you're, you're so excited. We didn't lose. We didn't lose a step. Right. And you. Yeah. you, you In you fact, had, we might have gained a step. And you knew that going into the season, I think, David. Yeah. Right? I've been uh, harping on that all offseason. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I just. But I think a lot of people yeah. thought that it wasn't going to work. Well, right. If you I look think, at if you look at Twitter, well, I think a lot of people well, thought it wasn't going to no, work. The, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right, Tony. I think the big focus was just yes, we knew we had Amaria coming in, but it was looking at the subtraction, and it was all about oh, we haven't added a ten, we haven't added a ten, we need to add, 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 add. Yeah, add. we already had one. We, we added depth and we added Amaria, but that wasn't enough for most people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it might be I mean, now. It, it, we we talked about be. this going into what last ep- was it last episode or two episodes ago. ESPN at least acknowledged mm-hmm. those yeah. issues. Yeah. MLS ignored them entirely. Yes. Yeah. And it, it's like, guys, it's not 
just that Adrian Heath is a pompous ass. It's Darwin Quintero deserved to be benched when he was benched yeah, because right. he screwed up a lot, mm-hmm. and we were ignoring it because he would flash us yeah. with brilliance, yeah. and we'd ignore everything else. The problem when he was benched last year, though, was the fact that um, you bench him and you didn't have anybody to back him up. Well, right. And exactly. so then you go into these games and you go, well, you're missing your key peaks who can actually score goals, and we don't have a really a backup plan for that. Right. So we lose those games. This year, good lord. Without him here, everybody yeah. playing together. Playing as a team, yeah. man. Yeah. This would make me excited for next Sunday. It's, it, it's shocking that playing as a team works. Yes. Yeah. Right. Really? It does? <laughs> I know that. Go figure. <clears throat> um, so after Emeria's goal, we go to extra time in the first half. And a guy and, by the name of... What's his name again? Yeah, David? who is that guy? I don't know who that guy is. Yeah. What's his name? What's his name? We're just going to keep going. <laughs> so that goal he scored, though, was not, like we talked about, was not really, okay, he didn't have anything to do with, he didn't have anything to do with it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, slow down, slow down. I've watched the replay at least eight times. Yeah. And, I mean, don't say he had nothing to do with well, it. Well, kicked the ball in the First of all, you would have, you know, it came off a of PK, we should say that. So, yeah. Amaria, yeah. you you expect him to before we go, convert that. Before we go any further, yeah. Amaria, as much as I like the guy, and we talked about this beforehand, the dude looked exactly where he was going to kick the ball well, yeah, when the PK. looks like it. So we yeah. should, and, yeah, we should talk about it. I mean, whether he looked or he didn't look, he it looked. was not the best attempt. He, he didn't, no. it he didn't have – the pace was okay, but he put it kind of – And he, he looked. Put it he looked. Right. And, and my, my issue with it, I told you guys this in our text, you don't have an argument with your teammate over who's going to take the kick. Yeah, that's and right. Then yeah. Flub and then flub it. And then flub it, yeah. I mean – Greggies wanted that wanted that PK. I don't know why. He should have. Usually had the nine is the guy that takes it. But but Greg is uh, probably do better. It, I don't well, know. I don't uh, think I've ever seen Greg. He's got the harder kick though. I think Greg is good. He's more of a precision free free kick taker yeah. than a penalty. He's, he's like you say, Tony. Well, not just you, but I mean, he, his, his nickname is a sniper. He's a long range specialist. And I think I'm the yeah. only one who says he's a sniper. Oh, okay, well, you maybe are. you are. I'm pretty sure I am. Okay, you might be. Right. I'm trying to start this whole thing okay. with a sniper. I'm sorry, but, but well, the reality just, is, it's, it's going to be you know, the whole shoot it. The reality is, shoot it. <laughs> inside you joke. don't have that argument. You don't have that argument. Yeah, and then win it, and then blow it. Well, okay, we, we talked about this before the podcast, and Connor and I were talking about this. Um, was DQ never looked where he was going to kick the ball. He always looked at the ball, right, okay. Connor? He stared at the ball. Always stared at the ball, and yeah. then kick it, and he always made his PKs. And Maria looked in the left corner before he kicked the damn ball. Well, the I mean, his, problem, head, yeah. his, his eyes went this way. I was with, like, what the hell, with man? With his pace, he may have made it if he put it in the corner, <sighs> but he put it right kind of but you do- center, yeah. center. That's PK right 101. Don't look yeah. where you're going to kick the damn but, ball. But, you know, and that's to, that's to, to Dave. Kinder mentioned that. She's like, it probably would have gone in if he would have pushed it a little bit yes. further left. Yeah. Yeah. But you but still don't had, look where you're going to yeah. go with the ball. You yeah. just don't. Right. And then, okay, then coming all the way back, my yeah. point was that Lude, uh, if you watch the replay, and I did, he started back, and yeah. he made a nice run yeah. up, up oh, to be in position he to got the take rebound. the easy yeah. goal. Yeah. And he, actually, he got the round, rebound, and then yeah. you, you saw him before the kick was being taken that he moved behind the defense, and then he kind of... When he realized the defense wasn't looking, he moved back up toward the line and then timed it just perfectly so he can shoot the ball. And I'd like to point out that it almost was saved. (coughs) What? 
Come on. The goalkeeper got a hit. Should you still be in the downer? Wow. Okay, because I have to reiterate. At the beginning of the game, in the first 15 minutes, I was thinking he was doing very well. So... As the game has progressed, I've gotten more and more irritated with him. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be the downer on this one. <laughs> it's the load thing, yeah. Uh, so we get we get the, the lewd goal there. Uh, we go into halftime, and we're up, what is four, it? 4-1. 4-1, and we're, yeah. we're looking pretty, guys. I mean, we're yeah. looking great. Right? right, but, you know, Molino goes down. He does. He does. Yeah. A little bit of a leg thing. The subbing was interesting. Hassani Dotson. Uh, yeah, you kind of wonder. You know, you're probably protecting the lead, so yes. let's be defensive. Inverted. At the trying. same time, there's going to be a contingency of fans that are going to look at this and say, "Okay, not are going to they? Yes, they already are. Yes, um, and say." Had Chacon been on the 18, yep, right. we would have had a like for like sub. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to ignore the fact that you had a four-one lead. Just we have four-one lead. Right. There's no yeah. reason to have him in there. Right. Well, I, I mean, I think I was shot down by you in an earlier podcast, but I mean, I think the loon. It's no secret that the loons view Dotson that as a potential player in that position. I mean, yeah, he's. Yeah. he's I mean, he's a box to box. He can yeah. play potentially any. Any role, in any the role on the, the left side, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but so not it's a, not weird. He's not a ten, though. No, and so, but the way they played well, yesterday no. was even backup. That's 10. what I'm saying is he could be in that role going well, forward. He could be. He's, they, he hasn't proven it yet, but I think the loons see him as a potential. And I would say that honestly, he looked okay. He did. Yeah. The interesting thing, yeah, like, cor- correct me if I'm wrong, like, actually, like, um, Toy was actually up and warmed up mm-hmm. just prior, and it yeah. almost looked like it was like a last minute decision because it was. they showed Dotson ripping off his shirt. Yeah. yeah. You know, it looked like he, you know, I don't know what he was doing earlier, but he was basically sitting down and then ended up ripping off yeah, his Yeah, I mean, I, I look at that and I say, he all of a sudden said, you know what, it's 4 1. Let's just bring Dotson in. And do yeah. a 4 3 3. Really? Was it a four-three-three? It was with a an inverted triangle in the middle. Had, so Molino, okay. I mean, not Molino, uh, Dawson was playing further <clears throat> up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, so, so as, and that goes to my point. Initially, I have in my notes how I was like, it looks like a four-two-four, right? Because yeah. as we advanced, there were four guys going forward mm, in yes, a line, yes. I and mean, it was like a defined line. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was just because Dawson was playing so forward. Yeah, he was playing really far forward, and that, again, I don't have, I don't have any problems with that whatsoever. He can do that yeah. in that type of situation. He can do that. Well, right, because now, you we, still have the two guys back. If we were down by a goal, I'd have a little bit of an issue with that. Which but, is what I'm going to say. Adrian Heath leaving Chacon off the 18 mm, yeah. is taking a risk. Yeah. It worked for this game. Yes. Both games, both yeah. games, yeah, because we didn't need it. No, but yeah. now had this happened when we were down a goal or mm-hmm. even tied, mm-hmm. it all of a sudden doesn't look good. And I get it; Heath is very strict about you play yourself into the, That's into right. the roster. Mm-hmm. And I think it. I mean, I think it's. I mean, yes, he's a DP, but to, you know, he's a young DP, and I think it just comes down to yeah. I mean, he's not a veteran yet. And it's, just, it's going to take. They can't time, drink yet. For he P-6. showed. It's not like he he showed 
his potential he did. in the preseason. He did. There's yeah, no he did. doubt about yeah. it. And, and it, the no reality is, San Jose brought on a 16-year-old. They did. Yeah, they did. I mean, and he didn't look that bad. Well, they had nothing to lose at that point. Right. Yeah. But still, I mean, that kid can barely drink in Europe with his parents. He came and he, uh, can he drive yet? He's 16. In Europe, he can. In came. Europe, he yeah. can. Well, yeah. No. Yeah. So like, in yeah. the U.S., he can drive with a permit. There you go. Yeah, yeah. get me out. I mean, I, I just think there's some weirdness there, and we don't need to get into well, it. But, right. um, we don't yeah. need to dive too deep because I think it's it's just a case of Heath being, you meant, made a mention to it last night, David, I think is, I mean, he's very safe. He's very safe. Yeah, Chacon has flashed brilliance, looked pretty good mm-hmm. in the preseason, but it's those small mistakes yep. that he still makes. He did it yep. in the preseason. Yep. That, yep. That, that, I think that's all Heath can focus on. Yep. He doesn't want to take that chance. You so know. let's flush in the next goal here. San Jose scores a goal in the 53rd minute. Yes. So it's 4-2, to two and now you're going, uh... A little bit of a letdown, but you aren't too Yeah, hard. and it, you know, they okay. gained some momentum out of that. A little bit. Uh, but then... Uh, they brought in Wando. They Wando did bring in Wando, yeah. And so. thank God he didn't score. <laughs> uh, uh, the stadium clapped, but you couldn't hear it because there's nobody there. Right. We don't. And then uh, Ike gets the brace. Ike gets the brace. Yeah. Thanks. 71st minute, Ike gets the brace. Was it another? Uh, what was it? Was it another? Was that, uh, was that a set piece? Set piece again? I set don't know. Two set pieces in a Weird. Weird. It's bizarre. We don't usually talk about set pieces on this podcast, but we're talking about it now because they've done two in, in one, game. one game. Yeah. Which means we probably won't see another one for like ten games. Well, <laughs> let's hope next Sunday they do one. So yeah, yeah, I'm taking Dave's downer. Don't do downer, Dave. You're don't right. do downer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just I just had to watch the replay. I've, now I've seen it probably nine times. But it was it was just, it was another Gregus corner. You're right. And then, but but boy, did Ike get up on that one? Because he didn't yeah. necessarily make the run he made on the first, but he got up. And yep. it was actually kind of an odd finish because Boxel was right in front of the goalkeeper mm-hmm. and kind of just halted. Yes, it yeah. was messy. And jumped yeah. over the goalkeeper. It was a little messy because... People tried to claim there was a foul. foul. There's a foul, but yeah. there was not. He there got was out of the way, the goalkeeper fell down, and it got and by it, him. You know, to, to kind of close out this game, I should point out, we almost had another set-piece goal. Boxel yes. had a shot on goal. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Right, uh, that's right, right in the, toward the end of the game. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, we almost had... We didn't. Uh, we were dangerous on all the set pieces. We were. Yeah. We we didn't sit. We didn't sit back. When we went up, you know, four to one. We yeah. didn't sit back at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I really liked it. I, mm-hmm. I and Dave, to your point about Dobson playing advanced roles. I mean, you know, we weren't as good. No. With Molino in there, but it, it still showed. Dobson was able to push, mm-hmm. help push the mm-hmm. offense forward. Yeah. We never really. Sat back and hoped for the best. No. And it was and nice. Just clean up. No surprise. We saw Aaron Schoenfeld come in again yeah. as, in his closer the closer role. That's what it is. We'll, yeah. we'll see how it Tall white forward. guy. Yep. And then we also uh, got our first glimpse in the regular season of uh, Raheem Edwards. Yeah, we yes. did. Came yeah. in yeah. I think he yeah. proceeded to foul almost immediately. But yes, yes, I mean, he, he looked good in the preseason, so yes. it's, it's nice to see him get on. Finally, yeah. so. And, it, you know, I mean, we want to see him because – Depending on what happens, and we'll talk in the second half about our preview of next week, mm-hmm. he probably will play into plans for next week. Yes. Um, so we get this game. We get 5-2. to two, get the victory. Right? Uh, so we're 2-0 now in the season. Coming yeah, back, back home here. Unfortunately not first because 
sporting had to come sporting and the ass. Yeah, yeah, if you want it now, I guess on the bright side, so like I said earlier, eight goals in two games, six points after two games yep. on the road yep. in the Western Conference. Eight goals scored, yeah, the, the, if you want to get ticky-tacky, Kansas yep. City has a uh, bigger, larger goal differential. By one. Yeah. Six. And by then one. you look at the two PKs, though, unfortunately, this yeah, year. Exactly right. Right. Made exactly right. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, that would have been I mean, that could be a weird trend that we have to pay attention to. Yeah, we have to watch that stuff. Um, oh, I will say, maybe we'll look at the same late, but Colorado, right yes. on the tails with two victories. Yeah. Well, and well. actually, yeah. that standings, it's a log jam on top. It is. With Sporting, Minnesota, Colorado, yeah, and Dallas. Mm-hmm. Dallas is in the I mean, what's Dallas doing what type of What type of weird thing is that? But, of I course, L.A. FC still plays of course today. They. Yes, today. and they will, yep. of course, win. Sure. Yep. And then Nashville plays against Portland too today. Right. That's, that's right. Nashville's in our that's conference now. I'm yeah. interested to watch that. I think this or Nashville Portland is a late game. I'm kind of interested in that one because it's uh, Nashville looked good in their opener at yeah. home, and uh, Portland not so much. So. I mean, let's talk about that though. So <laughs> they both are winless. Uh, Nashville has a minus one goal differential. Portland has a minus two goal differential. Yes. They neither team has looked good. Oh. They've both only scored a goal. Wow. Sorry. Uh, It's after one game, though. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it might be a snooze. And, you know, Nashville, I mean, they they look good, and it was at home, I mentioned it, but, I mean, that was against Atlanta, against the quality side in in, in week one. Um, Portland, we know Portland. Which, Uh, sorry, speaking of which, oh, we need to talk about Joseph Martinez. My goodness. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't yeah. generally talk about Elaine on this podcast. Yeah, quickly we'll talk but, about him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, ACL tear out for the season, that it's devastating. you never want to see that. Yeah. He's obviously a shoe-in for MVP talk every season, Did you golden boot every season. See the rumors they wanted to trade for, was it was, Dan- it, was, was it Daniel Surridge? No, they wanted to trade with Houston for, yeah, for uh, Ramirez. Ramirez. And Houston oh, yeah. And Houston said, that, nope, yeah. not going to do it. Which is Surprising, considering he doesn't even start. But, yeah, well, um, they need that. They do, and they they'll get it. They, they have yeah. money. Arthur Blank's got tons of money. He'll but yeah, they're to Connor. Yeah, Sturridge yeah. has been yeah. talked about. Yeah. Sturridge has been like worldwide banned from soccer until like June, though. Yeah, so oh, see, there you it's be fitting. For Atlanta, I mean, it's yeah. it's a big downer for Atlanta. A big downer for MLS in general. Yeah, I mean, he's a marquee player. The marquee player, but <clears throat> we'll see what Atlanta can do without him. Yeah. yeah. So, do we want to talk Madison after the break or now? Let's talk Madison quickly here. Okay. Let's get into it just like for two minutes here. So, Madison FC was, of course, an affiliate of ours yes. last year. Yep. We kind of thought they'd be an affiliate of ours this year. Right. Going into the season, certainly. In the season, yeah. it sounded like it. And Chicago Fire has now come in, just basically stolen the affiliation yes. from us. And now it's a fuck Madison. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> So, which is an interesting thing because uh, we had thrown some guys to Madison last year. Yeah. We had some, I think St. Clair was there for yep. a couple games. Toy, Toy was there. Toy I mean, was there. was there. Carter had, Manley was there. Exactly. Yeah. We had some things going on there. Now you look at it and go, well, where are we going to be affiliated now? Yeah, I mean, you know, they still have their agreement, which I don't understand how Chicago agreed to let them do it. Yeah. Um, but... I, I guess, you know, St. Clair went to San Antonio. Yes. 
I also saw some reports about the Des Moines Menace, too. Yeah. Well, uh, we, we, with them. So they are, I looked into that, they, they are USL 2. They are going to move up to USL 1, get a new stadium in 2022. So once that happens, I could see United then affiliating with them, which would work out. But yeah. 2022, that means our academy is up to U18s at that point. Yeah, we, I don't yeah. think we need an affiliate. We should have our own team by that point. Well, we'll see. Yeah. But I it's mean, always nice. But of course, Manny's in charge. So it's always know. nice having an affiliate. Yeah. So, and to make it clear, yeah. so you said they still have an agreement in place. So if they want to ship players to Madison yeah. for a week or two, yeah. they yeah, can they still can. do that. Yeah. But they're not affiliated, which means that we don't have any of our uh, guys. I mean, uh, kind of coaching anything like right. that. We can't have any of those guys down there. And so there's little different rules there with yeah, affiliation. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking in the short term where that was so yeah. that was so nice where you could have toy playing on a yeah. Thursday night in yeah. Madison and then come out on Sunday on the road for Minnesota. Right. Yeah, and, and again, it's I think that uh, Des Moines would be the next viable place unless a place like Rochester or Duluth gets one. Right, and then we talked about the territory stuff and the fact that they are been talking for a couple of years now about throwing that all out the window, right? And making yeah. there's no territory, so it doesn't really matter where you get affiliation from, and the boundaries which is don't matter. the way it should be. Which it's, it's I'm way sure every it's other. a matter of the CBA, yes. as I mentioned in our text. Yes, so right. you'll have to wait till the next CBA unless they agree to discuss it before. But well, before we go here, we're in the 25th season of MLS this year. Yeah. I don't think territories should matter anymore. No, no. I mean, you're a national. You're 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 the big leagues, guys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have a chance to over, a chance, really big chance to overtake NHL, right? As the fourth biggest league in the, the country here. Yeah. Um, so, territories don't really work anymore. I agree. So, uh, we're heading the break. We come back. We've got some. Uh, of course, we got some uh, history stuff with Connor. Uh, what else have we got? Anything good? Well, we'll have the uh, preview, preview of next discussion of next, next week's game. game. And uh, naked Japanese guys at a festival. Are they samurais? I'm not going to say. I'm thinking, though. Naked Japanese guys at a festival. We'll talk about that when we come back, guys. All right. Dave, what'd you get? You could almost think I got the same thing. I don't think mine's quite as hazy as your guys' right. just looking at it, but uh, I also got a hazy IPA. There's Splendid Moose, uh, which, oh, is, yeah, which yeah. is on their, yeah. I think it's on their normal year-round menu. And it's in uh, cans. You can get in the cans. Yeah. In store. I don't think I've had it in a can yet, so this is the first sip I took. It's uh, good, juicy, nice. What do you expect? So a little outside of my yeah. wheelhouse, which is great. 
Connor, what'd you grab? So we all went IPA this time. I went with the Dankbot. Oh, the Dankbot. Uh, yeah. The Dank IPA. Uh, and it's uh, it's definitely a lot less citrus, but more kind of... I'm getting a hoppy and malty, maybe a little malty uh, somewhat. And, sure. But, but it's good. I like it. It's the I, I think I'm a big bigger fan of the Trollway, though. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find it piney? I, I taste some pine maybe a little bit. Maybe a little. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that right off the bat, but it's maybe a little. And so all these beers, guys, inside, in case you didn't know, pretty much all the beers we're drinking, except for the seasonals, they're available in stores. Yep. You can buy yep. them in cans. So they inside's been a very big canning brewery, um, and they've uh, made it available, and they're, you know, your local your liquor store should have them. Yeah. Um, about the space, we didn't talk about the space too much. We haven't. Yeah. Uh, so it started off at Hennepin Avenue, right off of 280. Yep. Uh, it's a very large space. It is. Yeah, I mean, it I, is. I, I hardly, I mean, we're sitting in the tap room, of course, and I mean, I hardly, until you start talking about it, hardly notice the, uh, I mean, it's essentially in a warehouse. Yeah. But their, their capacity, and uh, like you mentioned the cans, is just enormous. I mean, yeah. just looking yeah. at the tanks they have back there. Mm-hmm. And they've got some great stuff on the wall. They got some pictures up. They and got you'll be painting. able to check our Twitter later. I'm sure an Insta yeah. later, and that'll it's be up. Kind of simple. Uh, I mean, not kind of not the same style, but very similar in size and the artwork to Modest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're, you're right. Ago. You're right about that. Different style, man. Although from here you can see the skyline of the of Minneapolis from here. You can? Can you? Well, not from, if you're out in the parking lot. Oh. I was gonna say I can't. Oh, like, not I from don't inside. See anything. <laughs> not from inside. And they have a huge parking lot, which is nice. Yep. They've got a they, have patio. A, they have a patio, uh, which is good. Like I said before, we were here for uh, goat petting. Summer, I bet you they'll do it again this year. And I was here for Oktoberfest. Your Oktoberfest, yeah. Yep. They have a great Oktoberfest. Yeah. So it's a great place to check out. We're right on the border of St. Paul. Yep. Uh, so, again, thanks to them for letting us come out here and do a podcast. Uh, there are there are quite a few people here for a Sunday. Yeah. Um, I think it's a lot of local people just walking by, and a lot of babies here. There's at least three babies. Yes. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. It's okay. Yes. Yeah. Babies are okay. Yeah. Um. So we have Connor, of course, has his history of Minnesota soccer. Got another let's, couple let's weeks. Yep. Because of that, two weeks. So we're doing. Uh, so we're doing what date through what date, Connor? So we're doing February 24th to today, which okay. is is it March 8th, March 7th, uh, March the 8th today. 8th. Yeah. Is it the 8th today? Okay. Um. So we're going February 24th in 2016. United lost game two of the simple invitational uh, tournament in Portland uh, against Chicago Fire. And that, that was four fire. nil. That, uh, that was that wasn't well, great. Can we talk about the fire just for a second here, guys? Mm. They've looked good, except for Calvo. Except for Calvo. Except for Calvo. He sucks. Oh, yeah, the funny thing is, is Jen think he still smells nice? Uh, I asked her about that. She responded it was, well, with last a, week. She responded with the uh, Old Spice thing, didn't she? Yes. 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 Wasn't he the one who was basically responsible for letting in the goal against yes. New England? Yeah, he yes. was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he watched it, yeah. 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 All right. Continue. Sorry, yes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, 2018, February 24th, United lose game three of the Carolina Challenge Cup at Columbus Crew. Wow. 2-0. Moving on to the 25th, 1986, the Strikers win at the Dallas Sidekicks. Yes. 7-4. Strikers. Go Strikers. 
1987, Strikers lose at Kansas City Comets, 6-2. Bullshit. Uh, 2014, United drew a friendly at Cal State Fullerton, 1-1. And then in 2015, United won a friendly at the Indy 11, 1-0. Indy 11, yeah. Yeah. Back in the old NASL days. Yep. Uh, Moving on to the 26th of February, United lose the friendly at LA Galaxy Reserves, (laughs) 2-1. The Reserves? Yep. What year was that? Uh, 2014. Okay. Okay. At least it was... Yeah. NASL days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. With the reserves, come on. Yeah. United, uh, 2017, United lose friendly at San Antonio FC uh, in Orlando, 2 0. We're losing to. Yeah, Shit. Bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 1987, February 27th. Uh, Strikers lose at the Tacoma Stars, 5 3. Oh, my goodness. I'm looking, at, I'm looking ahead here, and we've got a couple dark days here. Um, <clears throat> it's Minnesota. So, 2015, United lose friendly at Sporting Kansas City, one nothing. Eh. Happens. Yeah. 2016, United lose Game Three of the Simple Invitational at Vancouver Whitecaps, three uh, one. We should uh, have seen what was coming in 2017 based on the preseason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, February 28th. 2000, I'm sorry, 1987. I don't know why I said 2000. Um, Strikers lose at the Dallas Sidekicks. Uh, 3-2. This is a game for indoor soccer. Yeah. All right, now we're moving on to March. March 1st. Uh, 1985. Strikers lose at Wichita Wings, 7-5. The Wings. <laughs> 2014, United lose a friendly at LA Galaxy, 3-1. Not surprising. At Galaxy? Yep. Not surprising. Uh, All right. March 2nd, 1986, Strikers lose at versus Chicago Sting, 8-3. And we've got a win coming up here, guys. This time last year, March 2nd. United win the season opener at Vancouver. Yay! Okay, I remember that. I think, I was, we, were I think we were at Finnegan's. We were at Finnegan's. Yeah. Really? Cal- the season Cal- opener was today? Yeah. Yeah. We were at Finnegan's. Not, not today, but March 2nd. Oh, sorry. March 2nd. Yeah, yeah Calvo uh, Cal- had a nice... Uh, I think we were still optimistic about Calvo to start the season. Cause, yeah, I remember yeah. him clearly coming down the left side. Yeah, and they got traded to Chicago. Woo. Yep. Man. It was right after that Bye-bye. Toronto game. Bye-bye, Calvo. Yeah. Okay, March 3rd, 2017. That was the the inaugural United MLS game at oh, Portland. Oh, oh, oh. oh, God. 5-1. Uh, Watch that Dave and Busters. It was a terrible game. Yeah. game. I was at Brits for that game. And uh, when United, when Christian Ramirez scored, Brits went crazy. And it was only 2-1 at the time. But then... Uh, it was over. Yeah, then... It yeah. wasn't pretty from there. Uh, and yes. the uh, start to that, yeah, then the next game. Uh, the next game. Yeah, yeah. That, was that, was that was bad. Well on their way to 70-plus goals yeah. in the season. Allowed. Yeah. 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 Record. Uh, then well. a year after that, United lost the season opener at San Jose, 3-2. Yes, and so maybe we've exercised, or the team has exercised their demons against San Jose. I have. Because yeah. haven't they, they've won at least the last three now. They won both last year against San yeah. Jose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's and right. And but that had, you know at least early on in their MLS career the Loons had 
not the best luck versus San Jose. No. And, yeah. and during that time, it was kind of an odd thing because it was San Jose might have been one of those teams that you hoped to steal a point from. Yeah, yeah, because they, well, yeah, cause they were terrible. They were terrible. You know, it was so bad about 2018 as San Jose. Um, they had only four wins that year, and two of them mm. came against yes. Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. That was nice. And it wasn't, like, brutal. One goal. It was, it was so hot. Three. Yeah. Hey. All right, moving on to March 4th. Uh, Strikers win in 1986 against the Baltimore Blast. Five, or 7-4. The Blast. Our friends in Baltimore. Uh, 1985, March 5th. Strikers win against the L.A. Lasers. 5-3. The lasers. The LA Lasers. Laser and uh, laser. Uh, ooh, here's a good one. 2013, March 5th. Minnesota Stars rebrand themselves to Minnesota United. Very nice. What, say that again. Say the year. I'm sorry. Uh, 2013. I, I, I believe I, I remember that pretty clearly. Because yeah. we, that had kind of the early days, but that was the early days we'd go up and watch games. And I mean, That's I know stars, I had at yeah. least, I'd, yeah. I'd get, I bought a t-shirt and everything. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember that day specifically. I certainly so, remember that yeah. season. I was in Colorado. I literally just moved to Colorado. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they announce a rebrand. And I'm like, seriously? They yeah. get a new owner. They rebrand. this sweet crest. Because you were gone. And I'm in Colorado. Because you were gone. Yeah. Yeah. I said, Sterling moved out. Let's rebrand. <laughs> yep. And that started NASL discussion group on uh, Facebook. <laughs> well, into that <laughs> Which, Connor, someday maybe you'll, you'll hear stories about that one. <laughs> I, I was looking at that I, like, I'm still... I, is, does that exist still? It does. No it does because I, I'm blocked. Here's I don't why know. I bring it up. I, I'm, I'm still joined to that group, I, but I, I had it. muted it like years I ago. <laughs> I, I'm blocked. I can't even see I it. I unjoined it. Johnny blew that shit up so bad one night. Oh my god! I mean, how oh. admins, John? Uh, it's nice to get our John reference. Better late than ever. Yeah. I was at, I was at Mystic Lake at a uh, prices. It was a couple years ago, same time frame. I was at Prices Right at Mystic Lake, and all of a sudden, my phone's blowing up on Facebook. All this stuff going on. And there's Johnny, who's the admin yeah. of this NASL group, which has what, like a thousand yeah, fans it was at a that big point. Group, yeah. Wow! Changing the name to what was it Minnesota United? Rules or something like that. Yeah, it was it was more vulgar than that. Minnesota has a MLS team or something yeah. like that, and people on that group just going ape shit. It, it was bad. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. All Sorry. right. So, uh, 2016, March 5th, United win a friendly versus University of Nebraska Omaha. Well, they should for Pete. Two nil. Nebraska. They have soccer players in Nebraska. I guess so. They're they're like the size of offensive linemen, but yeah, <laughs> they can't move very fast though. Well, I mean, they must plenty. Of, I mean, Nebraska it's just wide open space. They have plenty of room for soccer fields. Yeah, so that's bad. You're right. Do you're they right. play in fields of corn? Yes, I'm sure they, they do. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. they do. I can only imagine. But uh, March sixth, nothing happened hmm. in what? Minnesota soccer. Well, that's good. Huh? We had a lot Might of losses. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, might be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, March seventh, the uh, 1986. The Strikers win against the Pittsburgh Spirit. Five two. Spirit of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, and that brings us to today. That brings us to today. Yes. Uh, which nineteen eighty seven March eighth Strikers win versus Cleveland Force. No. Three one. Steamers. Sorry. Not <laughs> Steamers. Steamers. It's really nice. Like I, I love the segment. It's really nice um, because you think. I mean, especially for you know maybe. I mean, we 
and I was involved in these NASL days, and but MLS. As far as like, I would call myself a young Minnesota soccer fan overall. Oh, yeah. But it's great looking back, and because Minnesota does have a rich soccer history. Well, I was, like I said, I was a striker fan. Yep, back oh, yeah. in the day, yep, yep, you know, indoor yep. soccer. I was a striker fan. Yep. You know, not like yeah. not like we are no, today. No, of course but, not. But yeah, it is because nice it wasn't going as back. popular as it was. Yeah. You had baseball and you had other stuff going on, but you're still a striker fan. You know? I mean, up until yeah. 2000, I hated soccer. I was. Right. I'm in the. Yeah. Same. I didn't hate yeah. soccer, but I was completely indifferent about soccer until yeah. about the same time frame. I, I think I've told this story many times. It was a 1998 World Cup that put it on my radar. I, yeah. Maybe Connor, yeah. I was literally in Montreal, checking into a hotel during the World Cup final, uh, and we were like French. checking into the hotel, yeah. and we're like, "What is going on?" Yeah. We had no idea, and they're like, "Uh, it's the World Cup final," and, we're yeah. like, and France won, and France Montreal won went. Nuts. Uh, yeah. And Marshall and I, my buddy Marshall and I, we just were just like swarmed into this mass celebration. And from that day on, I was like, wow. Who was your favorite you player like from that cup? Uh, Zidane was on that, I would imagine. Z- Zidane. No. Zidane. Oh, Thierry, Thierry Henry. No. Mexican goalie. Oh. Oh, from that World Cup. Yeah. Campos. Yeah, but he Campos, was. Campos, yes. You're a big Campos fan. Yes, but he was. I was talking about the final. Oh, well, Game I'm talking about the whole World Cup yeah. in general. Yes. I gotcha. But yeah, yeah, no, it was. Yeah, so it was. From basically '98, but essentially the next World Cup cycle, 2002. That's really what got me started on soccer. Well, 2002 crazy. was the the big one for the U.S. over there, yeah. and they beat yeah. Portugal. That's right. They That's right. made it to the quarterfinals against Germany. I was living I, in the U.K. at the time, was, and was, all of the all of the U.K. All, everybody over there was like, "How is the U.S. doing so good?" Because they were all but, underestimating. That's the funny. US so much. I watched the. I ended up. I was watching the quarterfinal USA versus Germany in 2002 in Wales, actually. Oh, really? That's where I was working, but I was. I was watching that day yeah. in a I small mean, little pub. It was nice. And 94 was huge because it was the World Cup here. Right. Uh, so that's really when it started it's out. Just, but, I mean, I played, I don't know about you guys, but I played soccer since I was in second grade. I played yeah. for a yeah. long but time. I, it's just so funny. I look back at it. I mean, 1994, I, I mean, I don't want to age myself, but, I mean, I was old enough. I was a big sports fan. I was in, yeah. what, 94. I won't even do the math. But bottom line was I was a Eighth sports grade. fan, but I hardly knew that uh, the World Cup was going on. And it was happening in this country. Yeah. Right? It was great. Such a shame. That's why I, I'm hope you know, 20, was it 2026? 2026, yep, Would when be... it's uh, U.S., Canada, and Mexico. And we'll be going to some of those games. I'm oh, sure. yeah. yeah. Definitely. Hope, yeah. The closest yeah. city is uh, Kansas City. You know, Chicago wasn't even in, the, Chicago wasn't in, in the, the conversation. I mean, Kansas City is appropriate. I understand why Chicago or why Kansas City is in it. Okay. Chicago like, was soccer, not. Because of the whole Soldier USA. Field yeah. situation. Mm. I get it. That's part of it. I mean, we're, we're. I mean, you you look at. I look at Kansas City, and that. I mean, that that's such a soccer town. That's where we started going to watch MLS games years ago. Uh, it's just a great environment, great place. But I mean, I don't. Do you think that the World Cup game is not going to be at at Children's Mercy Park? It's sure it be, is. You don't think it'll be at uh, Arrowhead? Arrowhead? It could be at Arrowhead. For, yeah. And their fifty thousand plus. Could be. Yeah. How I mean, big is Children's Mercy Park? It's well, only. It's about all, the size of Allianz. It might yeah. be slightly bigger yeah. as far it's, as numbers, but it. it you know, the, we've seen gold cups there, though. Yeah, I mean, they filled it yeah. out for gold cups. So. Yeah, but it's only it's maybe twenty four at the most. I would but say. But here's the deal: it's not like it's, they're going to be playing like a semifinal game. It's going to be the opening games yeah. at that place. Yeah. So, and yeah. it, you know, I, I'm a little pissed that 
Lambeau Field didn't make it past the first round. <laughs> Why who's would you not to, want to? Who's go? going to Green Bay for soccer, Sterling? Uh, it's an 80,000-seat stadium. It's what? a big stadium. Yeah. But think about the... How it's can historic. You, how can yeah. people get there? It's the greatest, how greatest can people, stadium on the planet. How can it people very get much there? Is. Well, yeah. it's easy, Tony. See? It's yeah. easy, Tony. You Packer fan, over here. Tony, getting to Green Bay is easy. You fly into Chicago and drive a couple hours. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) A couple hours. Wait, I think they might have an airport, but I'm not sure. But you could definitely fly into Chicago and drive. An airport for what? Like little prop planes and shit like that? Or what? Come on, guys. We, it's, it's the Austin Straubel Airport. Oh, over that's there. awesome. Yeah. You guys know why there's not a World Cup game there. You understand. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. And also, they wouldn't be able to host all the fans Listen, coming into Lambeau. Yeah. For, I mean, could you imagine all too. the drunk Green Bay fans that yeah. the World Cup came in? And don't yeah. don't get me wrong. Green Bay is a wonderful but football would, town, but it's not a soccer it would town. It's the world to the greatness of tailgate. <laughs> Nobody needs, again... Nobody needs to know what's going on. I mean, all the Germans would feel welcome. Lager and the Germans would. Germans would. Everywhere. If if they make it. That's true. They suck right now. That's right. Yeah. A downfall there in Europe. We've gotten slightly psyched. Yeah. Sorry, Connor. We got to move move on. Connor, again, thank you for the history stuff. We appreciate it. And this has been great. so let's move on, guys, to a little news story that we talked about two weeks ago. We couldn't get to because we had we went over time last two weeks. So there's a Packer fan. There's a Pack. There's a Packer fan in the bar. Jesus. So we've got three now, don't we? Yep. We have. No, there's three. Uh, we're everywhere. Oh, everywhere. <laughs> I can't even go on. Next so we have a news story we want to talk about last uh, last podcast, but we couldn't because. Ran out of time. Yes. So we talked about the ghost and the guy who was dating the ghost. And, and ironically, we're running out of time again. I know we yeah. are. Because <laughs> we do want to get our preview in for the next game. So we'll keep it quick. Let's talk about, let's talk about this, uh, this Japanese festival, guys. Thousands braved the highways on the 15th of February for the annual Naked Festival, or Hadaka Matsuri the Hadaka Matsuri is a wild and loud festival held every year on the third Saturday of February at the Saja Kanunin Temple in Japan. Okay? So we have a lot what of... What city is this in? You're doing I have your, no idea. You're doing your best with pronunciation, Stone. I, I have no appreciate idea. that. There are about 10,000 or so male participants. There aren't any female participants in the festival. It's run by men. They wear minimal clothing. Usually they wear a Japanese loincloth called the Fundoshi and a pair of white socks called tabi. The festival which celebrates the blessing of a bountiful harvest. So that's around 3.20 local time. Here's what they do. In the evening, the men spend an hour or two running around the temple grounds in preparation and purify themselves into cold water before cramming themselves into a main temple building. <laughs> After an hour or two of running into the temple, everyone crams in the main building. The lights go out at 10 p.m. A priest throws 100 bundles of twigs and two lucky 20-centimeter long Shingy sticks into the crowd from a window four meters above. This is when the commotion starts. What are those shinky sticks? Yeah, the, uh, I don't know yeah. what shinky sticks are. Yeah. They're long 27 meter sticks. Centimeter sticks yeah. so. Wait, centimeters or centimeters? centimeters. centimeters. Yeah. Oh, centimeters. Meters oh. would be, uh, that would that'd be, be a lot. That'd be, that'd yeah. be some big sticks. I, I, I said, then I could understand why people would go crazy over that. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. 10,000 men cram into a room like sardines in a can. They fight for one of the bundles of sticks. 
Whoever succeeds is guaranteed a year of good fortune, according to legend. The whole thing lasts 30 minutes, and participants usually emerge with a few cuts, bruises, and sprained joints. Visitors come from all across Japan and a few from abroad to take part. Some attend the event alone. Many participants join in as part of teams representing local businesses. So they have businesses who like must sponsor this stuff. The festival evolved from a ritual that started 500 years ago during the Miramaki period. The villagers competed to grab paper talismans, which were given out by a priest at the temple. More and more villagers wanted those lucky talismans. Ritual grew in size. However, they realized the paper would rip apart when they fought for it. Ritual was also performed fully clothed, but they felt the clothes got in the way. So they used to perform it with clothes on. But I mean, and they decided that we should be partially naked or fully naked I mean, because of the you gotta love you gotta love the history. But uh, wow, I don't know. Like if you're on Facebook events and you see naked festival. Hmm. Now th- this is designated as an important intangible folk culture asset by Japan, 2016. So this is a, it's a big deal. It's actually one of several naked festivals they hold throughout Japan. Now they hold in uh, Yatsukado. Men in loincloths fight and carry kids through the mud as a method of exorcism. So, it's I haven't been to a lot of these like big music festivals that they do like out like west, Burning Man, Burning or something. Man. But I mean, essentially, don't they turn into like a naked festival eventually? Well, yeah, yeah, but that's a very different. But well, yeah. here's the deal. I mean, to put this into perspective. 10,000 naked guys in Japan fight for some sticks. Yeah, I know. I'm trying I, to put this in context. I'm, like, I'm gonna, you, what could you compare this to here? Not here. I don't States. know what you like, compare it to here. It's tough. I'm going to tell you, don't, when at work, if you're listening to this podcast, do not Google no. shingy sticks no. at work. No. <laughs> I would not say that it's the most safe for work. Yeah, probably. Google search. Um... I had, I googled that and then I clicked on images. Oh, whoops! Oh, and I would not say that I have any idea what a shingy stick is oh. after <laughs> multiple images. How do you? How do you? Just a that? lot of Japanese men in loincloths. The funny thing is, like you look at Japan, and they're very old, old country, right? And they still do this today. But in the United States, we ever would ten thousand guys ever get together in loincloths or naked and fight for sticks? Would we ever do that? I think Scottish festivals. Isn't that what that is, basically? Uh, yeah, I guess. But a kilt fighting over large sticks. They're kilts. But these guys get these guys get naked. I mean, loincloths or nudity. What's going on? Yeah, and they're quite revealing. I mean, they would never have in the United States. In Japan, it would. I, you know, I, I think the the United States is still quite prudish. Mm-hmm. Overall, very much. We so, are. I would say. Look at our uh, TV. Right. No boobs I, I mean, at all. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think that would ever happen in the US. No. I mean, maybe in like a really tiny group. Well, maybe community. 50. Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't click on the headlines at all, but you see it all the time. Like, if you're just going through Apple News or whatever, you see these headlines of so and so was. Re- couldn't go to the prom because she was wearing this or just yeah. examples like that. Yeah. You, you see, it starts at an early age and it just continues. Right? We have it problems with the the, uh, the body around in the United States. Yeah, yeah. And that comes from I think that comes from England. That comes from the English thing of we're all you the know, Puritans. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. 
Yeah, it all comes from that. Wearing things because you don't want to look... Stupid English. Yeah. It's craziness. English people. I don't know. So, naked uh, people and uh, naked guys. Sorry, Connor. That's right. I'm only half British. He's only half. It's yeah. fine. I, I, I mean, like, I, I, I have like English heritage as well. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm like a 16th or 8th, but I've got a little on me. I don't think I'm any. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually celebrate St. George's Day. St. what? St. George's Day. St. George. Oh, okay. So. Damn. I, I, I embrace my Englishness. I celebrate St. Erdholz Day. Finnish thing. For all my family mm. who's finished listening, which some will do. Every year, uh, a couple of family friends of ours celebrate Guy Fox Day. You know what? Oh, Guy Fox, yes, yeah. of course. That's uh, the mm. movie, uh, what do you call it? V for Vendetta. V for yeah, Vendetta. yeah. Yes. yeah. Uh, great movie. Yeah. Uh, so, in closing, 10,000 yeah. naked guys in Japan get together to fight over it, It's interesting. Yeah. You know, uh, do. I don't, maybe we should propose such a thing. Is there a large Japanese population in no, Minneapolis? Uh, uh, so. No, no, okay. I don't think so. Either. No, a lot of Hmong people. Yeah, a lot of yeah. Hmong people but from that's not Laos. Remotely the same. A lot of Somalians. Yes, but not Japanese. So we should probably just say no. No, yeah. We'll keep that Japan and we'll move on. Yeah. So next before we, week, before we go, next week. Next week, yep, home opener. It is a home opener. It is the home opener against New York Red Bulls, right? Exciting, yes, because yes. we're we're, we're, it's, we're completing the New York circuit because yes, last yes. year's home opener in it April, was NYCFC, and NYCFC. Yeah. We will not be doing a podcast next week after the game like we did last year. No, <laughs> that yeah. was very drunken. Had some New York fans on who talked New York. And I think the, by the end of it, I was left alone with the New York fans, basically just yeah. screaming into the microphone. It was so loud. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was crazy. I, I remember. Very vividly listening to it, trying to edit it, and saying, fuck it, I'm done. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it was nuts. It was yeah. bad. But again, Dual Citizen was nice enough to let us yeah. come and do their thing. So, who here is all going to be there? I'll be there. I'll be here. I'll, I'll be there too. Oh, yeah. All right, well, I'll, well, be, I'll there. be there. So, awesome. Assuming I don't have any last minute travel plans, I will be there. Yeah. Well, you already paid for the ticket, so we're going to go. I'll be in the wall. Uh, we're going to be in section, I think it's right by the wall. 116. Up above. It's, okay. it's two sections over. We're in 116. Yeah. Yeah. If you anybody wants to come pay us a visit, we'll be you the can. loud ones in 116. Yeah, that'll be up there. I'll be in section 111. Um, okay. Probably. If we're, Is that right next to us? No, that would be on the other way end. No, it's, it would be on the other end. So, like, on 116, if you're right next to the wall, if you go down the long side, mm-hmm. um, I'm about... Halfway through, like twenty thirty yard line, probably. Okay. So right. just for context, I know I know one of our listeners uh, and fans, Nick. Uh, he is in one eighteen, and yeah. one eighteen would be the last section in the upper deck prior to the one. Yeah. Okay. So, and we're in one sixteen. So. So I'll be there. Um, I think it's going to be a great. I'm telling you, guys, I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the weather, we don't know what the weather's going to be like. Yeah, it might be cold. Well, it might be a little warmer. It might be snowing. We don't. It might know. be raining. It might be raining. <laughs> we can um, do a pregame forecast, but yeah, it's yeah. not going to be fifty-five and sunny like it is today. Well, but, the pregame uh, is. I mean, I think the right now it's saying uh, partly cloudy and forty-two. I'm showing forty-four. My, I know, my mind's a little more optimistic. So I know but, two oh. supporters groups. Teeny will be at the lab, right? And then uh, the other supporters group, uh, the big one. Dark clouds. Dark clouds. They'll be at Blackheart beforehand. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll see if United actually has stuff going on outside on the. I, I would, I would hope that it's packed. I would, and I would hope so. Loaded. Yeah. Yeah. So for you know the games at six o'clock, 
Yeah. Uh, what uh, what time would you start your pregame celebrations for the home opener? Well, now myself personally, I'm taking the train down from Oswego. I'm actually mm. taking the North Star oh, wow. Feeder line. Oh, you are, yeah. Oh, wow. And I'm taking from there from the Twins from Target Field. I'm taking the light rail over to close to the lab because you guys will be at the lab, right? Uh, so I'm taking it close to there and going. So I'm going to start my pregame whenever I get there, probably like three twenty. Oh, I was going to say you're going to just take something with you on the train. I might, be, I might be drinking the, per, the train actually. I might yeah. take a little with me. You know, whatever. But I have the day off next year. Next I, day I'm sure no one on Metro Transit police listens on the to North this, Star. So you're probably safe. No, no. Nobody's on the North Star anyways on Sundays. Come on, it's all grandmas. That's true. So. I think pre-games will start at 3 o'clock. I mean, yeah. maybe 2. I mean, it's going to be nuts. Yeah, I don't really know what's happening for me. Yeah, I was going to say, is there like a performance or anything like that? Or we haven't heard yet. Yeah, there they could haven't be. really said anything. It could be. Yeah. yeah. Will PK yeah. be out there? Will PK be out there? Oh, he'll be somewhere around there. I'm sure. sure. He'll so be roaming around. Oh, yeah. So we're not maybe not quite as afraid of the Red Bulls as we were New York CDFC last year, no. you know they, you know, New York has they're on four points right now. Right, they they beat uh, Cincinnati yeah. at home to start the season. What they do? Then, and then they went, they did go out to uh, Salt Lake and earn a one one draw. Yeah, but, Cincinnati uh, is a goat rodeo. Sorry, there's another pack for me. Four pack. We're up to four oh, pack friends. We better wrap fans. this up right. before it gets. Uh, <laughs> Cincinnati, get overrun, Cincinnati's Tony. a goat rodeo. By the way, I'll, I want to say this before you guys start talking. We have two road victories, guys. Yep, we do. Yeah. Should we be scared of the Red Bulls? I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Well, you know, at this point, it's no. interesting. The Red Bulls are actually a really similar team to us. They yeah. don't yeah. have a lot of possession. Yep. Uh, they also tend to attack from the right, yeah. which Chase Gasper, hello, Oops, be ready because yeah. you're going to be the Red guy card. they're coming after. Um, you know, I don't think their defense is very good. Uh, no. So they led that's in two goals against problem. Cincinnati. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, they drew on the road to oh, at wow. Salt Lake, and just I just got yeah. to your point of possession and, and yeah. the draw. I mean, they did manage a one-one draw on the road at Salt Lake, but uh, wow, they were out possessed sixty-four thirty-six. Yeah. yeah. Outshot twenty-one to four. <clears throat> yeah, they're not one, so. I mean, they're, they're going to be, I think, better than what we faced. Yeah. But, but really. What am I saying? Much better. I don't Portland. think. Like, yeah. look at Portland. Yes. we Portland, the result didn't go Portland's way. But, I mean, it, that, they were a threatening team at that. At, at I, least I in think the first they're better half. than Portland. I okay. think they are. Yeah. I, I mean, I could be completely wrong. I, I'm not at, terribly worried. Look at what we did in the first two games. Yep. We're very high right now. We're coming home for the home opener. I can't. I cannot see well, a loss here. I think. I, well, I, I, I don't think say so. It's fairly safe yeah. to say home opener. At we're all going to predict wins here. I mean, score line. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to change my predictions. Yeah. Uh, score lines. We're going to change. I mean, we'll talk about score lines during the week on Twitter. Right. But I mean, I can't see a loss. If there's a loss, something drastic has happened with this team in the week leading up to this game that. Well, well, you know, let's yeah. consider well, we don't know Molino's going to bring yeah. that yeah. Exactly right. very well be a change. I mean, I mean it, it, personally, for me, even if Molino's healthy, I'd prefer they keep him out. 
It's yeah. a long season. Yeah. yeah, I mean, do do we expect to see maybe a Dotson in the starting? Do we expect to see uh, 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 a Chacon in the eighteen? Well, you know, we're starting for that. In matter. my opinion, I think we we have to move Lud to the ten. We have to bring Edwards into the on the left. Mm-hmm. You have to have Chacon on the eighteen, mm-hmm. and move on from there. I, I just don't think. Could they wanna... play? Could they play a four uh, four three three though? Like they did in the last part of the San Jose it's game. It's Adrian Heath, so yeah. They yeah. could, but they don't Again, have to. They don't no, have to. They don't, they don't have, have to, to but yeah. Heath the Cena kind of works. Right. So we don't know. And, side note, Watson comes back from Argentina. Yeah, he canceled, and then he canceled his trip. He canceled again? again? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I thought maybe we'd see uh, Reynoso well, at the game. Regardless, yeah. he would be a spectator at the game. Well, of course yeah, he would, he but what I'm saying is... You know, a lot of people are talking about needing a 10. And Molino has shown that he can play 10 very well. Through two games, he certainly has. You know, as much as I wanted to reach through the television and take a 2x4 to Lud's head last night. Yes, he did. I'm sorry, Robin. I don't actually mean that. Um, He still likes you. I would really like to see him at the 10. Yeah. I, I would. Because that's much more natural position. And we'll see. I mean, maybe if Molino's out, maybe Lord gets over the 10. Maybe. And you get a little difference, you know? You get a- Yeah. And now, with that said, we looked pretty decent. We did. 4-3-3. We did. I mean, quote-unquote decent. But with an inverted triangle type of deal right. where, you know, you got uh, what's-his-nuts moving further up. Dotson. Dotson. Sorry. Uh, his name's not what's-his-nuts, it's Dotson. <laughs> Uh, Dots moving further up in the attack and doing what he can do. I mean, yeah. we saw it last year with him as a rookie. <clears throat> he can be an attacking type of guy. He can. We saw some goals from him last year. Yeah. He, he even goals. last night unleashed a potential yeah. banger. Yeah, yeah. he, he released exactly a couple right. of them that Daniel Vega couldn't hang on to. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got potential. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Again, my thought is home opener, two road wins, it's all in the cards for the Lewis this year. Yeah. This, uh, I mean, I just, I just hope they can keep this points points per game streak up. I yeah, mean, I three so points per game. I mean, that's, we'll be at 102 uh, by the yeah. end of the season. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Let's let's keep right. it up. Yeah. Let's do an Arsenal undefeated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves here, baby. Hey, come on. Come hey, on. I'm look, trying look, to be look, optimist. Look yeah. what Liverpool's doing. Why can't uh, United do the yeah. same thing Guys, in the MLS? Come on. Yeah. We're gonna just run the table. Win the LAFC Community Shield. Sorry, Community Shield. I just, Community Shield? I just shield the Supporter Shield. EPL. Yeah. <laughs> supporter <laughs> Shield. That was my fault. We rarely reference the EPL, and, right. I, and I made a Liverpool reference. So. All and, right. And, you know, MLS Cup. So I think we all feel we're going to win next week. Yes. Or this, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, the chances not, are pretty good. Yeah. And we'll all yeah. be there. Uh, so feel free to uh, tweet us about your predictions if you want to. Um, you guys have anything else? think so. Yeah. Are you no. taking a, one last look around for Packer fans or what? Uh, yeah, I was because oh, yeah. new no group came in, so I just wanted to make sure. No Packer fans. Mm-hmm. All right, I want to uh, say thanks to our sponsor, Repnet Scarves, visual scarf supplier to MSL, MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get out some scarves for your group or team at RepnetScarves.com. Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club? Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? 
Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. I want to say thanks again to Insight Brewing for letting us come out here and do a podcast. For myself, Tony, for Connor, Dave, and David. We'll talk to you guys in two weeks. See ya. See ya. Shannon took a calculated, data-driven leap of faith. Using the prescriptive data modeling she learned at the Business Analytics Program online at Grand Canyon University, Shannon is able to bring transformative insights to leadership. Data drives innovation in today's world. Data scientists like Shannon provide efficiencies to help reach more customers more often. What do you think business analytics looks like? GCU offers over 175 high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Celebrate the 4th of July from the comfort of home and save on must-haves during Kohl's Friends and Family Sale. This Thursday through Sunday, take an extra 20% off festive tops for the family, patio furniture, and get 10% off outdoor toys. Plus, get Kohl's cash. Plus, limited contact store drive-up. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Offers valid June 25th through 28th. 20% off with promo code FAMILYSHOP. 10% off toys, offers, and coupons do not apply. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details.